Welcome back to the Sacred Books of Britney Spears. My name is Aaron, and as always, I'm joined with my amazing friends, Bessie Joe. Hello. And John Wayne. Hi. And today's a spooky one. Well, kind of. I mean, this is the hollow this <laughs> I say that. This is the episode that's going up before Halloween. And I was just curious um, to kind of get started off. Does anybody have... Oh, you know what? I should probably introduce our guest first. That would be helpful because I know she had some thoughts on this. Um, so we're joined again by uh, John Wayne's girlfriend, Natalie. Hi, Natalie. <laughs> Hi. And yeah, I wanted to kind of talk to everybody because we haven't really you know, had a major holiday yet. Does anybody do anything for Halloween? Like typically? Yeah. Um, well, I think I can speak for all children <laughs> and all adults <laughs> when I say I used to trick or treat. <laughs> and boy, howdy. It was a right. What's what your, about What's that? been your best costume? I went as Mariah Carey one year. <laughs> Um, remember that old, remember that, that, uh, that old singer from a long time ago. Mm. And there was this, there was this period of time where she was kind of going through it and she was very much into the midriff and the, uh, low rise jeans. And, um, yeah, back when I had the body for it, it, uh, I looked pretty cute. I thought. Midriff. I remember the name Mariah Carey. I remember like something about butterflies with her and the very, very famous like Christmas Carol. Mm, that's my least favorite Christmas Carol. Of all of them, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the Mariah Carey one. We get it. You can sing at an octave that only dogs can hear. It's very <laughs> impressive, but I don't want to hear it. I mean, that song was written like 2000 years ago and it's still it's still being played every, you know, every every November. It's mm-hmm. like uh, at every girl, target, we get it. which still exists. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, John Wayne? Do you have any Halloween traditions? Um, traditions? I get I get made fun of. Um <laughs> That's that's generally the tradition, but I I I used to try to make uh, pumpkin pie, like for the first time. You know how like you go out on your own. You're like, I'm gonna I'm gonna make something for myself. I'm gonna I'm gonna be me. I don't need my mom to make pie. And then you make try to make pie for the first time, and you realize that you're just terrible at it, and it comes out like a soup. And it's more of a pumpkin soup. So that's your tradition. Yeah, trying pumpkin to make soup. Trying to make, yeah, I'm making pumpkin soup. Pumpkin soup and a nice graham cracker crust. Yeah, I realized I was horrible at making pie, so I just made soup. So then I'd, I'd make a creamy potato soup, which was really good. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Oh, man. It's a gloomy day out today, and that sounds so nice. Yeah. Soup. soup well, it was soup. gloomy. It was gloomy. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I We kind of skipped ahead. John Wayne, Natalie, did you, or even Bessie, what are your favorite Halloween costumes that you've worn? Hmm. I think my favorite Halloween costume was um, I was a troll, but like mm. a cute troll. You know, you know the ones that with like the really tall hair. Mm. So like I put a 
plastic bottle on my head and I tied all my hair to the top of the bottle. And so I had like the big hair and I, I sprayed it a, a color to match my shirt and it was fun. That's very inventive. It was a cute troll. Though. Yeah, I would say. Those aren't terrifying at all. <laughs> and I put a big rhinestone in my belly button. Whoa. Yeah. I went all out. Are you sure you weren't like, were you a slutty troll? I hate that word, but like for no. Halloween. I mean, like I had, it was a midriff top, but I think oh. I wore pants. Sounds very extreme for you. It was. I think that's why it was a favorite of mine. Mm. What were you? Were you like 10? I was, I don't know, 25. Oh, so a while ago. Wow. Wait. Whoa. Sorry. That's fired. <laughs> no, I I thought, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. I thought we were all on the same page here. We all know you're 55 years old. <laughs> I just didn't know we were going to be announcing my age on, you know, air, if you will. What about you, John Wayne? Any favorite outfits, costumes? My favorite costume, it was a huge hit. And there's, there's, there might be footage out there somewhere, but I dressed as an inflatable cow. And it was, it was legendary. It was one of those experiences that like everyone loved it. Like wherever you went, like I don't know, I got oh. I got so many free drinks that night. Oh. I was. But were you like in people's way because you were an inflatable cow? Like I don't, I, I probably was because I was in New Orleans on Bourbon Street. Mm. So was, you were in New Orleans for Halloween. Yeah, it was That's so was, fun. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Do you, you run into any witches? What's that? Do you run in, into any witches? Oh, I, I'm sure I did. Nice. Because I was definitely cursed by the time I woke up the next morning. Nice. Where was the cow's head? Like, was were you the cow's head and then the rest of it was behind you? No, no, no. I was just the cow standing up. Like, my head was the cow's head. Oh, so the udders were on your stomach. Right. Oh. Did people try to milk you? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I was in New Orleans on Bourbon Street, yeah. Gotcha. Did you have anything in the udders? Um, What'd you say? Did you have anything in the udders? No. <laughs> they weren't usable. They Got still it. tried. It's fun. I don't know why, but for some reason, I don't know if Natalie thought the same thing, but when you first said you were an inflatable um, cow, I pictured like a blow up cow, like balloon, but like you were in it like as if you were riding it like a yes. horse. You know what That's I mean? Like, Those are my favorite. Those are my favorite ones. Those are actually Bessie, do you have a favorite outfit that you've worn? My favorite outfit uh, was last year's outfit, actually. I was panicking and I didn't know what to wear. And I uh, had, plenty, had all year to figure this out. And I had to decide within the last 30 minutes what I was going to wear. I found my clarinet and a nice little bowler hat, and I put on a blazer, and I was Moish, the bar mitzvah band leader. <laughs> and I just played my clarinet all night and pretended I was a bar mitzvah band leader, and it was great. Yeah. It was, yeah. Nice. Very nice. Creative. Nice. It was def. yeah. You know, when the pressure's on, 
Yes. Sometimes you can find your, you know, biggest gems and mine was moish. (laughs) Do you guys have, now I know because Halloween is definitely that period of time where the underworld and the overworld are a little bit more connected than normal. (laughs) Under and over. (laughs) Do you, you know, top, bottom, however. Worse. Do you, yeah. Do you? Yeah. What do you put on your dating profile? Do you put under or overworld? (laughs) I put, you know, (laughs) I put. um... That's what you should change it for Halloween too. Is under. (laughs) I'll say I'm down with the under down down with the overworld. You know, whatever floats your whatever floats your boat to Hades. Probably gonna give the wrong impression. Just. You're like, oh, he's into the underworld, <laughs> and then you have like very. Not that there's anything wrong. You with only that. Like go on dates with emos. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna say goth. I don't know. Yeah, is emo not politically correct to say? I don't know. I don't know either. I had a brief moment where I'm like, <gasps> is goth okay? <laughs> What's the right term here? Are they still around? <laughs> <laughs> Do they listen to us, the goths? Are we going to turn off? Oh, by the way, we hit our 2,000th download. Ooh. Yesterday, 2,000 people have downloaded this podcast, you guys. Or there have been 2,000 downloads. Oh, wait. Hold on. What? (laughs) How long have been waiting to use that? (laughs) Do Do you guys have those at the top? I don't have anything that you have. Are you have that on your thing? You guys don't have the soundboard at the top? I have nothing. Why would I have a soundboard? Oh, at the, okay. It must be because I'm the host. Because at the very top. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Only the host gets a soundboard? Wait, I just, I just heard, did someone just do it? It was me, but. Natalie did it on her phone. She's cheating. Oh, Oh, got it. But. Yeah, so thank you everybody out there that's been listening and supporting. That's amazing. <laughs> um, but I was going to ask, so because, you know, it's this weird connection between this, the underworld and the overworld, do people have any experiences like Halloween, spooky, mysterious type experiences? No. Um, no. no, but but I was going to say that, you know, earlier in the episode, um, traditions was asked about. And I do have a tradition that I I do, but it's okay. never really um, prevented, like, or prevented. It's never really brought about a spooky thing, if that makes sense. What, uh, what is it? You mean, yeah, what is it? Yeah. Well, okay, so... Every Halloween, I mm-hmm. I try to do like a summoning of sorts, um, just because it feels like the season and like a seance. Yeah, 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 yeah. I try to do, you know, I try to speak to the the underworld, if you will. And like I like I said, nothing really usually ever happens from it. I don't really have much success, but it's a goal. Wait, what's your what is a Okay, so you've tried to do seances. Mm-hmm. What is like, what do you do for a seance? Um, so I 
I'll, like by yourself, what have you yeah, done in the past? Yeah, I'll, I'll sit in a typically very dark room and I light a candle and I'll mm-hmm. get my salt and I shake a little salt circle around myself. Mm-hmm. Um, because you don't want the spirits to come close to you? Yeah, I want them to come close to me, but I don't want them to touch me. Gotcha. Got it. Um, and they're on like a low sodium diet oh, type yeah. thing? They, they all have gout. They're, they're not allowed to. <laughs> <laughs> I wish ghosts had that. I mean, maybe they do. How do we know? So, um, so okay, so you circle yourself with salt. Mm-hmm. Yes, and then also I'll sit on the ground and I'll light a candle, and mm-hmm. um, basically, basically, you know, try to sort of meditate, if you will, or just clear the mind, a few deep breaths. Is there anyone specific that you're trying to summon? Every year, it's a little different. I have a different, okay. a different person in mind. So yeah, one year it was my dad. Uh, one year it was like a neighbor. So wow. whoever died that year. Well, kind of, yeah. Why would you try to my summon cat. your neighbor? <laughs> because they were close to me, and I just thought maybe you know with the close like proximity close, would help. Oh, close proximity, not close. Like, <laughs> like physically close. Oh. Right? Say. I thought maybe their spirit would still be around. Wait, but it's never been successful. You've never been successful. Not yet. Oh, weird. So. I mean, that makes sense since they don't exist. So Maybe Easy. I'm just missing the factor of having other people included. Like maybe it's something I can't do by myself. You can form a witch's coven. Well, coven. What, are you guys interested? I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's something the four of us could do. Yeah, I'd be down. I'd be down. Oh, that sounds like sacrilegious, like heresy type stuff. Oh, Why? is it maybe not no. allowed because of where Brittany? No, Brittany doesn't say anything about, I don't think there's anything Just about specifically summoning. summoning ghosts, you know. You'd be part of the church and also be pro-witch, which yeah. is what I am. And I haven't gotten kicked out yet. I'm pro- very pro-witch. I'm very pro-supernatural. So is this something, Natalie, what do we need, what do you, what do we need to do? Maybe, uh, so I could light my candle and get my salt, but maybe as I'm meditating, we could all like hum together or something. Okay. But also we need to keep in mind someone who we're trying to speak with or to. You know what? Maybe, maybe. What about John Wayne's first wife? Yeah, so even it Okay, I don't I don't believe Are you scared? You don't believe what? <laughs> I don't believe in, I don't believe in no ghost. I just don't think <laughs> I just <laughs> Okay. So well I have I have salt here and candles. I can um you know John Wayne, did you go and get the salt and the candles for your... Is that where you went? Looked like he, he grabbed some, yeah. Okay. No. No. I grabbed coffee, and I did grab some salt to put in my coffee, but I'm not using the salt to sprinkle. If you want to sprinkle it, you can sprinkle the salt. This is why you don't have any success speaking to the underworld. I thought John you were going to say friends. 
<laughs> Interpret it as you'd like. Okay, so Natalie, lead us in how we can help power your, you know, your ritual. Mm. This is thrilling. So what you said we should hum. Okay, you guys start and I'm going to try to harmonize. Okay. Hmm. Can it be one note? Oh, am I not doing one note? <laughs> it's going like this. <laughs> Let me try. Hold on. <clears throat> it might be the acoustics in my loft here. That's it. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm thinking about it. So far, we're off to a great start. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I only hear two voices, two hums. Also, I almost said ex-wife, but she's not an ex-wife. She is no. your wife, right? I am a widower. Her name is uh, Julia. Julia, Julia, Julia. I don't know. I think that it was starting to work. I could hear noises behind me. I don't know if you guys could hear that as well. It sounded like a door really? opened and closed. It sounded like some keys dropped. Did you guys hear any of that? It sounds like a clumsy roommate. I really wanted that to work. Do you think it's because it's not Halloween? We usually do this on Halloween? Or I don't know. Uh. Um, no, that was awesome. Well, at least the tradition has been kept alive. Um, you know, your success rate is, is the same. Right on par. You know, maybe she's resistant because she's, she's upset she's with good. John Wayne. You know what I mean? Like... What do you mean she's upset? Well, maybe you're maybe something you've done has made her not want to come and haunt you. Could it be you getting a new girlfriend? Huh. I'm I don't think she'd be upset at that. She hasn't Good. slept in the bottom bunk, so I don't think that would matter. Okay. That's the only okay. caveat is if Natalie slept in Julia's bunk. Yeah, probably. Maybe she should do that, and then she would come and visit. <laughs> no, 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 that's fine. Mm-hmm. Just stir the pot a little bit. Bottom bunk is mine, so no. Cost some drama. Do you have any other? I'm really curious. So, do you have any other ways that we could reach John Wayne's dead wife? <laughs> that sounded so insensitive. Can I just be clear? Like, if, moving forward, can we call her Julia instead of dead wife? <laughs> You know what? That that is a great right. idea. She could be offended that we never called her by name. I didn't even know her name. Right, we've Sorry, just been dude. referring to her as John Wayne's dead wife this whole time. Actually, you know, I mean, she's not really around anymore, so I guess it doesn't matter what we call her. She's in the dirt. She's in the dirt. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was like, yeah, actually, you know what? Never mind. It's not like she's around anymore to be offended. So it's like. 
Because she's not well, going to come back and haunt me and be pissed off, so I don't have to worry about that. Hence why I leave the toilet seat up all the time. But what about Natalie? Like, why do you leave it up? <laughs> what about the other people? Oh, okay. Yeah, we're... Do you guys share a top bunk? Yeah. No. She's on top, I'm on bottom. Okay. Oh, you're sleeping in the bottom bunk. Uh, yeah. I fought for that now, thing for 20 years. Of course I'm going to be on bottom bunk. Now I'm wonder. Now I'm seeing why maybe she's not haunting you. Because you've taken the bottom bunk. Like... It, I'm wondering if maybe maybe Julia thinks you're disrespecting her by you taking the bottom bunk. And so what she would, but she's not haunting him. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like Julia's mad because John Wayne right now is winning and John Wayne has the bottom bunk. So she's like, well, then I'm not going to show my, I'm not going to show myself oh. to her, to him. You know, I would think that if she was mad, she would show up. Probably, yeah. Yeah, could go either way. But John Wayne wants to see a ghost. Well, yeah. John Wayne wants proof, and yeah. so she's she's probably like, I'm not going to give him proof. Mm-hmm. They, oh, you know that is something she would do. Yeah. She sounds very catty. <laughs> yeah, she sounds like I. I feel like I'd like her. Um, <laughs> it's a shame I didn't meet you guys till after she was. You know, it feels weird talking about her being with Natalie right here. I was just thinking that. <laughs> um, but no, I but mean, you can't so erase nice. the past. Yeah, it's nice. I want you to be able to, to talk about her even when I'm around. Well, plus it's not like um, it's not like there was a messy, acrimonious divorce. You know what I mean? It was right. It's better co- that she's dead. No, what I meant is the reason you guys are separated are sort of like natural causes somewhat. And so, (laughs) plus it's been a long time. You know, she's a part of your life. Mm. Or was. Um, Well, Julia, come on down. We're not afraid of you. We would love to hear from you. We fully support you. You're not Mm. afraid of her. I'm not afraid of ghosts. I would love to I'm like not speak to someone. Ghosts. I'm afraid of her. John Wayne, why are you afraid of Julia? Because she was a very competitive, tough woman. <laughs> you didn't have to fight for the bottom bunk. I know what the thing she's capable of. Oh, Wait. Wow. Okay, I asked you before if you guys would physically fight, and you assured me that you guys didn't physically fight for the bed. Let your truth free, John Wayne. What do you mean? Of course we would, like... I mean, I don't think we, like, would punch each other. That's different. We would not physically, like... You know, but, like, titty twisters. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, that sort of stuff. Wow. She's... Now... You know, typical frat boy humor. So you reach, you reach over to Twist, and she does the whole, like, knuckle slap... And got it. Yeah, I don't I don't call that getting physical, I guess. Right. That's like roughhousing, but I guess that's not physical to me. Hmm. Huh. Is this what I look forward to in a future relationship? Yes, um, titty twisters. <laughs> I was about to say, I don't know. You have to use that for yourself. Everyone's different. Yeah, but you can give a guy a titty twister, right? Yes. It's easier. I think it I think that I feel more comfortable giving a guy a titty twister. Yes. Yeah, as you should. 
I don't know you. Get off me. Yeah. Well, this is probably the perfect segue in today's chapter. Mm. Uh, book two, chapter eight, One Kiss from You. I feel like we're a little bit back to old Brittany, old school Brittany. Mm-hmm. Bessie Joe, did you have any thoughts on this week's chapter? This chapter <laughs> felt like we were um, walking backwards a little bit. Right. As far as maturity and strength. But you know what? We're all human, so you're allowed these passes. But this chapter felt... It just felt like, she, once again, she was putting a lot of weight and uh, emphasis on a what a boy can do for her mm-hmm. rather than what she can conjure in herself. It just felt a little... A little more old Brittany, a little more immature, which is, we should all support because we all have these immature moments. And she kind of gives us the permission to be immature and in phases in your life. Um, but this wasn't particularly a chapter that I sought strength from. Mm-hmm. Isn't, I mean, I think we've all been there though, right? Where you feel like you're on a high and you're growing, but then something happens and mm-hmm. then you'll find yourself reverting back to like, cattiness or pettiness more you know? like a juvenile thoughts yeah right yeah she kind of lingers on and on about you know dreaming of one kiss from you one kiss from you suddenly you know and this is really about wanting this person you know i don't want to hear that i'm too young to know it's uh, it's i and- guess it's you know everyone's allowed their own growth but to see her have grown so far and then to suddenly be pining away sleepless nights, I don't know. It just feels, yeah. There's it a word like I'm thinking of. It feels crushy and juvenile. What's the word? Uh, reductive. You know, it feels reductive. Or devolving. Yeah. Devolving. Hmm. What, what about you, John Wayne? Um, yes, uh, I, I mean, I try, I'm trying to look at things with a different twist now, mostly because okay. it really nags me about it, but also because all the other chapters seem to like have like a little, I don't know. I, I just try to like dig deeper. And I think, and I, I, and I've been replacing the kiss with like, like thinking of like more of like a nudge or like a fist bump, but like. And then even to go a little further, it's just kind of like, hey, I just need a little, I need a little support from you. I just need to, I need a little, like, whether it's a hug or I need like a little, a word of, hey, you look good today, mm. you know? And mm. like, yeah. all you need, you just need, you just need a little, you need a little support. You need a little nudge sometimes just to like build that confidence or to like, yeah. to move forward. Like sometimes you just can't always do it by yourself and sometimes you need a little something from someone else you know right i can see that when she says a very wise assessment that i hadn't really thought about i immediately went to like oh this is immature i don't want to deal with this right and then yeah i think yeah i think for me for me to get past that part of it to to not look at like that because i feel like i've been doing that for most of her chapters Mm. and i'm like maybe she's wise beyond her years Mm. and let me dig a little deeper maybe it could mean this 
So I'm thinking like maybe like maybe maybe she is wiser than than I'm than we're giving her. I'm giving her credit for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe this is a little deeper. Like it's not just about this like little kiss, like female, you know. And when she says, "You give me strength, you give me hope, and when you hold me in your arms, you make me a whole." Wait. You make me. You make me. You make me whole. Sorry, I misread that. Um, I can see that. Okay. Natalie, what, do you, what about you? What were your, because I know you're uh, relatively new to Brittany, but you've been very, very devout and very, very passionate. You've been a very passionate student so far. What are your thoughts? Well, so for me, I, I think I viewed these words more spiritually. Okay. So she doesn't ever say you, who you is. She's not saying you is a, a little boy or this person she has a crush on. I think for me, you is like, the almighty, the almighty, you know, it's, and how John was saying, it's not a literal kiss, but maybe more of like a spark, you know, like, yes, this is the right direction that you need to be going or, you know, so it's, I think that it's not as literal as the words may have us think. Hmm. Interesting. Who do you think her almighty is at this time? Do you think she believes in someone else and not herself? Well, for me, she is the almighty. So for me, she is, she is the you that's, you know, like there's the part that says, I see the road laid out in front of me. You give me strength. You give me hope. You know, it's that part that Aaron, you were just talking about. So when I, when I'm not positive, like, is this the right thing for me? Is this my path? I look to Brittany and, and she's here. She's telling me, yes, with this, oops, with this kiss or this spark, this nudge in the right direction. You know, maybe it's a combination. I mean, maybe it, maybe she is talking about. I mean, because that's interesting, Natalie, that she could be talking about herself, because from the from our perspective. Well, f you know, maybe she's maybe went like, you know, maybe it's kind of a combination. Maybe it's mm. that she's talking about herself when she says "you," but like, maybe it's a mix of literal, where she's talking about kissing herself and holding herself and. You know, maybe that's something we all need to start doing is like that self-care, that self-love, self-care. Yeah. I love that the two people in the Church of Brittany went very, very literal. <laughs> and, <laughs> and and got really the, uh, rude about Brittany. Just <laughs> really kind of well, brushed this chapter off. Sometimes we need off. to check ourselves and sometimes we need to check our leader. And then we, you know, get steered into the right direction by, uh, yeah. New eyes. Yeah. Well, it's probably also a thing where, you know, you immediately when I start to see certain words, I might start to blow it off. But this is probably a prime example of, you know, yeah, taking some time looking at the words because you're probably that that actually makes sense. And, and you know what? It's probably good advice anyway. Right. What you were saying, Natalie, checking in, loving yourself. Mm -hmm. I don't want to hear that I'm too young. I know it's love that makes me feel this way because I don't have to feel the heat of the sun. Um, yeah. Who's she doesn't, that? that was mine. Oh, I thought that was a sign that we were on the right path, that we were really discovering what these, what these, that might've been her. Talking it it could have been Aaron's phone. Yeah. It <laughs> could have been a, yeah. And I dismissed it. Oops. Um, Oops, I did it again. again. Yeah, it was my it was my biological mom. She's it's Why so are you annoying. Still talking to your biological mom when she kicked you out when you were and 
when you were like 17 years and 11 months old? You know, recently, I, you know, even just doing this podcast, there's been a lot of growth in so far as going back over these words, touching them again, learning them again. And they reached out because they needed some technical support with their new home setup. And I thought, you know, maybe this is an opportunity. So far, it's really just been more about me helping them. And then they just sort of say, hang up. And, you know, I say, I love you. They don't know. They don't say it back, but you know, I, um, and that's okay. One day it is one day <laughs> because I'm, I'm being the bigger person. You know, I've, I've, I've had my period of time where I would slash people's tires Aaron, and not anymore. It's been as well. Sorry to interrupt, sure. but as you were saying, these people are reaching out to you or you're reaching out to them. I looked down and saw the words because when I reach out to you, so sad and confused and feeling like I could cry, you dry my eyes. It's right here in the words. Well, I mean, Wow. Yeah. So excited. I mean, thank you. I wish, thank you. I wish, I wish my biological parents had read this, you know, when they had dropped me off. But, you know, I guess 10 years later is fine. Um, So you're, you're 27? 45 minutes and 24 seconds. We'll pick that out. Um, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Um, well, thank you for that, Natalie. I feel like that is helping me on my journey towards, you know, self-healing and, you know, forgiving them. One of these days I will. Um, I feel like you kind of have since you haven't slashed the tires and you're actually helping them. That's probably a good, that's probably a good point. I mean, you know, the truth is what they give, what they offer is probably the only thing they can. And the truth is I should thank them because if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't have found my adoptive parents who then led me on a path to Brittany and I wouldn't be here where I am now speaking to you guys and having this podcast, speaking it out to the world. And maybe one day I will thank them. Um, you know what? I'm really, um, I'm a little bit embarrassed and I'm really thankful that we actually had this, that you and that Natalie and John Wayne were able to sort of provide some insight because yeah, I really don't be embarrassed. Yeah, that's true. It's like a trap. I think we were meant to fall into that. I always think of traps as something that are negative. So I'm glad you made, you spun that, put the right. script on that Natalie. How is your dating profile going now that you have it's going well. access to it and are running the profile? Yeah. Uh, I actually went out for a social distance uh, picnic with um, Marcus, the gentleman you no had uh, referred to. I did. And the truth is, even if so, before I say how it went, I'm actually I cannot believe I actually went out with a complete stranger the excitement I felt of, I I felt so brave and I felt so proud of myself that, yeah, I'm really, I'm really, I felt like I scored a notch. You know what I mean? Now, the problem is, is that I spent the entire hour talking about that. Mm. 
so looking back, we didn't really do a lot of connecting because mm. um, I just kept talking about how proud I was of myself, how brave <laughs> I was. Um, I don't normally do this and how exciting I was that or how exciting it was that I was actually like out seeing someone. And so looking back it, yeah, I don't know if it went well, but, um, have you talked to Dan since? Well, I've talked to him. Yeah. I've sent him some, um, DMS on the app. Um, he hasn't replied back. So do you guys have any advice on that? Cause I think, hold on, let me look. My advice is move on. Oh. To your next one. Okay. Is that rude? It's it, the truth is never rude. Oh, I, I disagree, but um, oh. that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, you think sometimes the truth is rude? Yes, I think you have. It. I think there are some. You need a little bit of tact. Okay, that's fair. Like people can voice truths that are that are insensitive when you can you can deliver the message in a different way that's not rude do you think it's also possible that truth might sometimes be um too truthful because for example when i said to him after we done i really 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 want to see you again do you think I might have been too truthful or do you think I was just truthful enough? I think you were just truthful I... enough. Hmm. Okay. And that truth well, didn't make him go a flutter. And that's I mean, that's, that's what fun. I thought. I feel like I've learned that from Brittany, though, is to just be myself. You know what I mean? I don't remember if it was last week or the week before, but, you know, Brittany was being... A little bit old school Britney, but at the end of the day, if that's Britney and Britney's being honest about who she is, then it's the other person's fault mm. if they if they don't they see that, you know, and, and it's probably for the best because then that person, instead of wasting time with someone who they're not into, that they're trying to make it work by ending it, they're able to get closer to being with someone that they will work out with, you know? Hmm. Well, does anybody have any, um, I guess, takeaways from today's chapter? I mean, I feel like I grew even just I came into it with a certain idea. And John Wayne and Natalie, you guys opened up my eyes. Exactly. I agree with that. I came in here with an idea and what I wanted to say. And these two uh, lowly librarians whoa, 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 whoa. opened my eyes. Natalie's not a librarian. She just happens no, to... No, but she she basically can call herself one if she's living there. I wouldn't, but thank you. Yeah. <laughs> now it feels offensive. <laughs> I wouldn't dare. I would never call myself a librarian. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, then what Natalie, would you call what... yourself? A squatter? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, Maybe originally, but now I'm I'm the girlfriend who lives with the librarian. You know. Yeah. That's how you want to you, know. Do you ever come down to the library when it's open, Natalie, and John Wayne's working? Um, 
gosh. Like, do you ever see him in action? Allow- I, well, for the longest time, people were not allowed into the library. Right. Um, the funny thing is, though, I think that was just John Wayne's rule. I don't know if, like, the <laughs> library was ever, like, I don't know if the library was ever actually shut yeah. down. Oh. Sure. I think he just, yeah. That makes sense, actually. Um, the only time I've ever been in the library while John Wayne was working was just to bring him a coffee and like a little. Oh. Aww. Don't. Ah. The next day. So, I uh, we forgot to address this, but um, Bessie, you actually have some news for us. I know that last week you had talked about moving out, and. Uh, you know, moving out of the church, and you've actually come to a decision. So I thought we should share it with the world <laughs> mm-hmm. since you've become a, you know, since you're a part of this podcast. Let, let's share it with our listeners. Uh, What's going on? Thank you, Aaron. Um, I'm very excited and happy to announce that I got accepted to. Um, a music conservatory focusing on the organ, uh, um, which is wonderful for me. Yeah, but it, it does mean that I will be leaving this podcast and will be able to spread the word of Brittany because I will be in basics twenty four hour study mode for the yeah. next couple of years. So that's really exciting. Thank you. That's really exciting. Thank you. What's the name of the conservatory? Organ Donor Conservatory. <laughs> Do you think that's interesting? Organ Donor Conservatory. Okay. Mm. Is it only? Do they only play the organ? Um, this is just one branch of the conservatory. The entire conservatory is music based. Got it. I'm going to the organ donor branch right. because that's what I'm focusing on. I'm already good, but I just really want to go. I want to take it to the next level. Well, it's like this podcast. I mean, we're all, I mean, you and I are well read and knee deep in these words, but sometimes it's always good to go back, you know, mm-hmm. and reflect. I mean, even this week's episode, we were able to like learn a different perspective on words that we've read many times, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. That's mm-hmm. very exciting. We're definitely going to miss you though. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Hi, BJ, Aaron. This has been nothing but an eye-opener, and I appreciate it. Yeah. I hope the library, um, I hope you can have more than cat food soon. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's all about frugality. So maybe one day the library will be more successful, and I'll make some more money getting back out there somehow. Maybe one of, maybe my book I'm writing right now will be super successful. Well, when the book comes out, I will tell everyone at the conservatory to buy it. Unless it's terrible, then I won't tell anyone. <laughs> well, I'll, send, I'll send you I'll send you a pre a pre order copy so Thank you, can, you. you can read it. And then if it's terrible, you can just use it for warmth. Absolutely. Thank you. Wait, because it's a book about the life and times of Britney Spears, our holiness? It's it, no, it's about my journey of Brittany. That's right, your journey. Got mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, I just um, everything happens for a reason, so I'm excited for you to go out there and, you know, fulfill your dreams, 
we uh, will continue on. And I guess this is where I will splice in the ending of the regular episode. Okay. Yesterday. Hey guys, that was another fun one. I'm excited to hear all of the things you were able to get from this week's chapter. Please send us your feedback, www.brittanydew at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram, www.brittanydew. And yeah, it's, it's awesome. Thank you again, Natalie, for stopping by. Of course, thank you for having me. As always, it was great to get your insight. You really helped us out today. Um, so thank you, Bessie Joe, for stopping by. Well, of course. And John Wayne. Oh, what's up? And uh, and we'll talk. And and we'll talk to everybody soon. Bye, guys. Bye, bye. Bye. Happy Halloween.